Hi, my name is Kendall. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm in recovery from seeking approval of others. Hey, y'all. Okay. Um, I was born to a basketball coach and a teacher, the youngest of four, fighting from birth for approval from others. Growing up, we were a culturally Christian family, attending church and knowing that Jesus was the Son of God, but not understanding that to be a Christ follower, you need to have a relationship with him. All my life, I tried to be the best, unconsciously bred in me since day one that I needed to perform well to do well, to be noticed and respected by others. This was my altered view of Christ and my family that led me to seeking approval from family, teachers, coaches, and eventually from men. In high school, I sought to perform well in all of my activities and more importantly in school. Being a daughter of two school administrators, I needed to be exceptional, at least in my mind. This led me to find my identity in school, sports, and in what others perceived me as. During this time, my parents got separated and eventually divorced. Afraid of what people might think or say, I did not tell anyone what was going on and suppressed the effects that it had on me for many years. This was when I put on a mask I continued to wear for almost nine years. In college, I was focused on school and making good grades. That was what was important after all. During my freshman year, I started dating my first serious boyfriend. We quickly fell into sexual sin, and I began to find life in him and who he said I was. Seeking comfort and the familiar, I continued to walk that path for almost three years, despite feeling the Lord's tug on my heart to change. Finally, starting to feel the weight of the sin that was adding up, we broke up. This led to years of continuing to look for approval from men and wanting to control how others saw me. After college, I moved to Dallas and in with an acquaintance from nursing school. She was a solid believer, and she began to show me by example and by discipling me what it looked like to really follow Christ. I wanted it. I saw God's work in her life, and I wanted that. But was I willing to give up myself and my desires in order to get it? As I struggled with that, I had one foot in the world and one foot in the church. Eventually, I was forced to pick one and had to come clean to her as I sat in the ER experiencing the worst pain I had ever had in my life. When you go to the ER as a young woman in her 20s, they require you to take a pregnancy test. To her, it wasn't a big deal. To me, it was, but she didn't know that. Sitting there waiting two painfully long minutes for the test to show any lines, I began to have a panic attack. She asked why I was freaking out so much, and I finally had to tell her. I think my pain is an ectopic pregnancy. Thankfully, it wasn't. It was just a kidney stone. But I knew at that moment that something needed to change. Soon after I walked into the doors at Regeneration, my body was screaming at me to leave, but I knew that I needed to be here. They were going over the topic of sexual abuse and explained that sexual abuse is never your fault. Sexual abuse is any sexual behavior, whether verbal, visual, or physical, that occurs without explicit consent by the recipient of the behavior. A child or adult may not reasonably consent because of age, circumstances, understanding, and dependency on or relationship to the offender. I was frozen in my seat. There, in that moment, I realized I had been sexually abused two years prior. My circumstances and amount of alcohol consumption had rendered me incapable of reasonably giving consent in that situation. 
I had always brushed it off and thought I had just had too much to drink and no one could know because then what would they think of me? The enemy had trapped me in that lie for years, making me think it was my fault and people would think less of me if they knew. Yeah, that was my first night at Region. Did I want to run? Yes. Did I want to come back the next week? No, but I did. By the grace of God, I continued to come back every week and fight daily to have a relationship with Christ, even when it was hard. So I want you to know that whether tonight is your first night or your 100th, if sexual abuse is part of your story, you are not alone. You are loved and cared for by our perfectly, perfect heavenly Father, and you will be loved and cared for here at Region. During Region, I truly was able to begin to know God's character, and I learned to love and trust Him. During step three, trust, it finally clicked that God loved me so much that He sent His Son to die for me and my sins, washing away any sin I had done and any that I would do. Ephesians 2, 4 through 5 says, But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. Christ saved me by his grace, and that is enough. Step four, inventory, is the step that showed me my sin struggles and patterns that I often fell into. Believe it or not, before going through this step, I would not have said that approval of others was an area of struggle for me. However, the Lord was able to show me how my constant anxiety, depression, and control were tied to my struggle with people pleasing and the value that I placed on others' opinions of me. Galatians 1.10 says, For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God, or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Slowly, I was being reconditioned into believing who God says I am and fighting the belief that I am defined by who others say I am. I was learning what it looked like to be fully known and loved by others and by God. During step nine, amends, I was able to fully own my sin towards others and humble myself before the Lord, realizing my constant need for his grace. In step 11, intimacy, I was finally able to rest and delight in the Lord. I learned how to really spend quality time with him and study his word. Region is not what changed my relationship with Christ, but rather a tool that helped me realize, accept, and respond to his grace. Because, because of God's grace and faithfulness, my life has completely changed. Where I once was consumed with anxiety of what others thought of me is now replaced with peace and confidence that Christ is my identity. I'm a member at Watermark and have been in community for three years now. Even though community is not always easy and at times really hard, it is much needed to continue my walk with Christ. They walked faithfully with me throughout this process and have continued to help me fight. I am now able to live authentically with people in my community, my friends, and my fiance. I'm quick to confess and seek forgiveness from those I hurt and make amends. I'm constantly humbled and spurred on by those around me who are helping me run towards Christ. Because of the work, because of the work God has done and is still doing in my life, I have also had the privilege to co-lead my first group of women through region this year. <laughs> 
We have been humbled, encouraged, er, and I have been humbled, encouraged, and challenged by the growth and transformation the Lord has allowed me to walk through with them. It truly is an amazing gift to be able to witness God's work in the lives of those around us. Even though my life is different, that doesn't mean I don't still struggle with anxiety and seeking approval from others. It's a daily fight for me, but I know that that with Christ, those struggles do not define me. Even though I still fail, I know Christ doesn't, and he has redeemed me and my shortcomings. Proverbs 24, 16 says, For the righteous falls seven times and rises again, but the wicked stumble in times of calamity. When I fall, I get back up, and I keep running after Christ. That is my prayer for you. Regen doesn't fix you. You will not be perfect and free of struggles by completing this program. But your relationship with Christ will look dramatically different by the grace of God. I have to fight daily against my flesh to follow Christ, but it's worth it. It's worth it to keep coming back even when you don't want to or even when it's hard. I'm a testament that it's worth it, and we are surrounded by hundreds of others' examples that it is. Christ is worth it. Keep rising and running hard after him. My name is Kendall. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm in recovery from seeking approval from others. To God be all the glory forever. Thank you.